We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. This is NFL Not Sunday with Ryan Hannibal, the ultimate football podcast. Let's get started with NFL Not Sunday. Now here's Ryan Hannibal. Welcome back to the Not Sunday Podcast. Even though it's a short week for the Patriots, it's not a short week around here as we have a big guest in Willie McGinnis. Willie's the perfect guy to have on this week leading into the Patriots and Colts on Thursday Night Football as Willie had some big games against the Colts over the course of his career, including his big goal line stand in 2003. Willie touched on that, his relationship with Alex Guerrero, what he's doing now in the media, all kinds of stuff. It really was a great interview. We'll get to that after this message from the sponsor. I wanted something different to see what I was capable of. I wanted to be around people that challenged me. I wanted to have mentors in my life that I could learn from. I wanted to be me at my best. I was looking to make a difference. I wanted to give back, to find a sense of purpose. I wanted to be part of something bigger than myself. To connect with others in a way that matters. To find more meaning in my life. I wanted more. I wanted more. I wanted to find more. If you're ready to find more, come to an open house on October 20th. Visit massfreemasonry.org slash open house for details. And we're back with Willie McGinnis. This is a big week for Willie. His uh, special will be on the NFL Network Friday night following the Patriots Thursday night game against the Colts. Willie, obviously you had some big games against the Colts over the years with the Patriots. What do you remember most? I just remember... uh the big chess match between, you know, two great organizations, two great teams, and going against some of the best players in the league. Of course, Peyton Manning and, you know, Marvin Harrison and Marshall and um, Reggie Wayne and all those different guys, man, and just matching up and hearing all week how great this team was and, you know, how, you know, we didn't have a chance and all those different things and just getting motivated and getting hyped up and uh, knowing that it was going to be a dogfight for 60 minutes. Was your best memory of those games that 3 goal line stop? That was one. That was definitely one. I mean, that's the one people tend to talk about the most, you know. Yeah. <laughs> it's about what you really heard, what it really happened, you know, all those different things. And uh, yeah, that that's the one that was pretty uh, pretty significant into us having home field advantage, and, you know, kind of having the playoffs come through New England versus us having to go through. Uh, Indianapolis and giving us a, a I would say, a, a small edge to to moving forward. Is there another moment in those games that maybe stands out to you more than more than most people? Yeah, just the competitive nature between you know uh, us and Peyton, and you know the the constant in game adjustments. Some of the moments we shared in between plays and things that you know were said or exchanged and. You know, uh, the things that, you know, the fans miss because you got to be there or be in pads for it to happen. And, um, you know, knowing that no matter what we did, you know, a play or two ago or the first quarter is going to be totally different coming in. Just having a lot of respect, you know, just having a lot of respect for, for our opponents. And um, it was kind of like a love-hate relationship, knowing that we was going to play them every single year. And it was going to come down to, you know, who doesn't make mistakes, uh, who executes the best, uh, the team 
that's able to play consistent and, and who prepared the best. And, uh, you know, the team that's able probably to be able to, to change and have in-game adjustments. I think that was one of the biggest things that goes without a lot of people talking about, just all the in-game adjustments that were made uh, that actually changed the outcome of the games. Mm -hmm. You talked about those games and how it was a chess match and this and that. What was the relationship between the two teams? Like, did did you hate the Colts? Did you hate them? You know, like sort of like a rival, like the Jets in a way, or, or was it more of a respect thing? Uh, it was a respectful hate thing. I yeah. think. Um, I think because they they talk so much about how talented they were, and you know, they always talk mainly about the individuals and how talented they were, and you know, the media uh, point of view is like we didn't really have a shot, and we would just have to listen to that the entire week. Um, you know, and our coaches, have kept, of course, played, you know, they played up to that, too, and they fed us everything they possibly could that the writers wrote or the media said. And, and you know, it was hard for us to just kind of maintain our composure until the games came. So when the games got there, we were able to kind of explode and let everything go. But we didn't want to give them any fuel, so we didn't want to give them any headlines or talk in the media or do any of that because we knew that would just take, you know, take things to another level. But, uh I, I would call it a competitive hate because it's not, you know, when we walked off the field, it was just that. It was just football. It never lingered out outside of the pads. Mm. How crazy is it that your quarterback in those games is still playing in the league right now? I know. I know. It's amazing, man. You know, it's amazing with taking care of yourself and uh, and, and and taking your game as far as health-wise and working out and, and, and playing at a certain level and being consistent and, the hard work and the work ethic and all the things you put into it, how it pays off, man. And uh, I'm not surprised by it uh, because, you know, he was one of the guys who, when we created that culture, he jumped right in and um, he took everything to a whole nother level. And that's why he's been consistent throughout the years. Do you take any credit for maybe introducing him to a, a significant person that keeps him nah, playing at this level? No, nah, I know a lot of people talk about Alex, but, you know, Alex was there somebody to, to help the entire team get better. And um, for the guys who didn't take advantage of it, um, you know, we would raise the eyebrow. And, and Tommy saw how significant Alex was and, and, and uh, the preventative things that he, you know, that, that he works on you with and the longevity that he provides with this work and how he can read the body and understand everything that goes into each different position, you know, all, all positions are different. The linebackers, you know, quarterbacks especially, you know, and it's all different how we train and how we prepare. So to have a guy uh, that valuable in your back pocket to, to, to be with you for so long, man, it's, uh, I would say it's special. It's a special relationship. How how was he for you? And you talked a little about different positions, but how, how is it? How did he benefit you as a linebacker, and, and as opposed to Brady as, as a quarterback? Like what types of stuff did he do for you? Well, I mean, for me, I, I hit every single play. You know, I was in the trenches, so my job was a little more physical than Brady's, <laughs> to say the <laughs> least. And um, you know, as far as me, um, just my metabolism, as far as my eating. Um, drinking more water, certain stretches, certain things I could do it differently. Uh, lifting weights a certain way, not not extracting them, but just lifting, you know, uh, weights compared to my body type, and um, you know, understanding my running motions and all the different things that go on, the nuances, the little things that go on with the player that you know Alex could diagnose and look and say, hey, try doing this. I watched you doing this, or. You know, just watching tape on you or watching you play, you're putting pressure on 
is bothering you is because something else isn't firing. So we got to figure that out. Just kind of assessing the body from head to toe on a daily, you know, on a daily basis, and and and, and working on you and doing the things and putting you in position so you can avoid injury. You know, and then when you do get injury, try to get you back as uh, fast as possible. Mm-hmm. How much credit do you give him for your success in your career? I give him a lot. I mean, you know, I, I know that I would have played for a certain amount of years, but marrying myself to him uh, gave me um, longevity, and I played a lot longer because, you know, I had somebody like Alex and, and on my team and working with me and, and helping me figure out my own body and, and, and what I needed to do to take my game to another level and be consistent. You know, I think that's the main thing. You can't you can't do anything if you're not out on the football field. So the most important thing is being out there, one, you know, being healthy. And I went through a couple of years where I was injured. So um, definitely being able to avoid injury and being out there is something that was uh, that special. Now, I wanted to ask you about your, your post-playing days and now working for the NFL Network. Was that something that you had thought about when you were playing, that you wanted to get into the media? Like, how did that all come about? Never. Uh, it was never planned. It was something that kind of organically happened. And because the NFL Network was in California and I lived here, um, I was actually working and doing hits and stuff for the network while I was playing. And um, something I enjoyed doing, talking about football and going out, breaking down football. Uh, so when I got done, I started doing a little bit more of it. And the next thing you know, um, you know, they offered me a job, you know, on a limited basis. So I was like, yeah, um, I wanted to make sure I was done with football as far as playing. So, you know, after a year goes by, I started doing a little bit more TV. And the next thing you know, it turned into uh, a job. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I don't really call it a job because I'm still, I'm still living the dream as far as football and being able to watch and be close to the game and interact with players, coaches, and GMs of that sort. So um, this is just something that kind of fell in my lap. Mm-hmm. Is it weird talking about the Patriots in the as an analyst in a way? Like, is it weird to ever criticize them? It's not weird. It's something that, you know, i got to be even killed across the board with all 32 teams. Um, the good thing is I have a little more, a lot more insight with the Patriots just right. because I know, you know, how certain things work and, you know, I know the coaching staff, although they changed, the program is still in place as far as what the players and what's expected of players and coaches and how they prepare and all the different things with that. And, um, you know, when you have personal relationships, you know a lot more that's going in. But I've been able to maintain that and, you know, and, and take information that some, you know, some reporters probably don't have or media outlets don't have and been able to, you know, create analysis around that without, you know, telling certain things or opening up things that happen in-house that they don't want to get out-house. You know, I try to have that relationship with all the teams across the league, um, be able to sit in coaches' meetings and players' meetings and talk to players and understand a different side of it and see the game from a different, you know, from a different angle and get, you know, really in-depth analysis and and, and information. But store that information and just kind of, when I'm talking about that team or person, I have a little more insight, so it helps me understand things better versus going out trying to make headline news, you know, and uh, trying to leak information. That's not that's not my job description. Right. At the beginning, was there ever a time where you were not, not afraid, but that you didn't, you didn't want to criticize the Patriots at all? Did that take a little bit of time to get used to? Yeah, I mean, when you got relationships with guys, you kind of want to, you kind of want to, you know, kind of want to try to give them an opportunity but I took that approach with all the teams if I criticize you a little bit then I'll give you a solution mm-hmm. and anything 
not saying, um, you know, if we can have a conversation or you can dispute it or show me on tape or talk to me about it football-wise, um, then, hey, if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. But, you know, we, we can definitely talk football any day of the week. Um, the personal stuff is certain things that I know or, like I said, the relationships I have that I keep, you know, close and dear to me just because I was a player and I want that respect with, you know, other players and, you know, other organizations and teams and coaches. So um, I understand and respect the game and, you know, I can I can do my job at a high level without, you know, sacrificing my relationships. Mm-hmm. Is there a guy that, that you played with or maybe that's still playing that you think might be good in the, in the media and could, you know, join you at the NFL Network one day? Well, a lot of my teammates are playing. You know, Rodney Harrison is in the media. Yeah. You know, Teddy Bruschi. Um, there are a lot of guys in the media that, you know, that I play with that or played against, for that matter, that I watch and um, that's been here or, you know, like Reggie Wayne was here. You know, at the yeah. NFL Network, we battled all the time. Um, Maurice Jones Drew is a guy that's here that we battle, you know, all the time. So there's guys that I play with, and if you play long enough, you're gonna run into guys in the media that you that you played against. And I played for you know for 15 years, of course. Mm-hmm. And then lastly, before you go, what's your prediction on, on sort of the way that things are going with the Patriots and just in general? How how long do you think this continues with, with Belichick and Brady? I don't put a time limit on it. Um, I say it's a great marriage, not not just with those two, but you know the the organization. When you you know you factor in the Kraft family um, and the players and the system that's in place, and it's been successful. And you know we all we all have a a, a date where we're going to step down at some point. Um, but when you're playing at a high level, you're coaching at a high level, and you know ownership is providing the resources, and you know. Um, you're winning football games and you're in Super Bowls. That's why we do it, you know. So at some point it will end. But um, you know, there are players that that leave and come in and and, and take over and things change. Um, but you gotta have you know um, faith, like I said, in the system and putting those great players in the system and have them execute at a high level. And uh, we've always believed in team over individualism and. You know, um, I was fortunate to be around some of the greatest coaches being drafted and, and playing for some of the greatest coaches in New England and playing with some of the greatest guys in the league. So um, to have that opportunity, I think, is, is, is something that's rare and special for it to last so long. That just tells you, you know, it, it works. But you can't have a meal without the ingredients, right? That's so right. you got to have the you got to have the players to be able to play in those systems. And they've been lucky and fortunate to have uh, one of the best ever, if not the best ever, in his position. You know, Tom Brady to be there and one of the best coaches. Both these, you know, they're all Mr. Kraft. Every, you know, there's going to be a bunch of people going in the Hall of Fame. You know, mm-hmm. so as they're eligible. So, like I said, I was lucky to play with a group of men and, and guys like that. Mm-hmm. And your football life will, will air Friday night. How honored are you just to have that that be you know showcased? I am. I am honored. I'm a little nervous too, you know, because I really don't let people into my life. And you know, the football they go in depth and they go back and they they talk about you know from your childhood all the way up. And I'm excited for that. And uh, you know, just to see all the things that I worked hard for and how everything come together. I've had my hurdles in life, of course, and in football. And you know, I think the great message from my story and a lot of stories that we watch is no matter what happens in your life, um, you can overcome things and you can you can come back and, and tell the message and tell your story to help motivate 
Mm-hmm. Fans can check that out Friday night on NFL Network. Willie, thanks much for the time, and uh, we'll keep watch for you on TV. All right, thanks for having me. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.